0: We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess journey with me as we uncover all things living self actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. You, you, you. you. Okay, so today is a very special podcast because I have my beautiful, lovely, sister friend on Val and we are going to talk all about everything she has going on in her life and in her business because why I truly believe in what she's doing. And I think that what she's doing is actually super next level. And it's something that the world and kind of the planet and everybody like is sort of going into this space um, of holistic wellness in the corporate world. There's so many layers to what Val does, um, which is why I want to take really take the time um, to talk to her about her business and exactly the purpose work that she's doing so that we can sort of peel this back and really look at it. Before we really jump in, I just want to say welcome to the show, Val. We love you so much.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jen, for having me. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. I love doing this. (laughs)
0: Like I said, I'm super excited about this. And before we get into Shambhala Wellness and everything that you've created, I really want to kind of talk about... You and I want to kind of know more about like who you are and where you come from. And of course, I know these things. Val and I met last February at a retreat and we got to know each other then. And she just has a beautiful story of like where she's from and who she is. So I kind of want to get to know her a little bit on this podcast. Um, so, yes, definitely tell us a little bit about yourself and what was your like upbringing or like where are you from? Yeah, my upbringing
1: really surprises a lot of people because it actually started, my parents and my family come from Vladivostok, a little port city called Nakhotka, which is in Russia. It's very far east, so not the European side, which everyone's used to, you know, European, Russians, and not so much more of the east of the Ural Mountains. But we come between Korea and Japan. And so I was not born there, but my two brothers and my sister were. And my mom was nine months pregnant with me when we decided to go on a plane. To go to Austria to go to Rome for me to be born, but I made it only to Austria. So I was born in Austria, made in Russia, born in Austria, and then raised in LA as a Russian, actually. So my parents really wanted us to have those roots. And so in our house we had Russian music and furniture and food and culture. And they made sure that we were really active in the church to keep up that culture as well. So um yeah, I, I kind of sound American, but I can Understand you if you speak Russian.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. I mean, when she was like, "Oh yeah, like you know," when I learned your last name, it's Plotnikova, and like you're telling me like where you're from, and I was like, "What?" I'm like, "You totally sound like L.A. girl all the way." But it, there's like this deeper story, and there's like this deeper thing that you're doing. So that's why I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I have to know more about all of what you're doing. So I got to know how did you sort of get on this path to holistic wellness.
1: Yeah, so you know, growing up, we grew up really religious, and I always knew that there was something bigger out there. Like, I would talk to the universe, I would talk to the star, I would talk to God and my angels, and I just knew that there was something more out there. And it wasn't until my late 20s that I kind of re- reconnected with that. I went through a phase as a teenager and early 20s, you kind of, you know, disconnect a little bit and you're trying to figure out life, but it came back to me in my late late 20s where I was really curious and I started hiking and connecting with nature. And then I went to Thailand and got in an accident. And um, I was actually traveling for two years at this point. I went to 28 countries in in two years. And my last country, my last stop, the universe um, told me it was my last stop because I got in a little accident and I split open my knee and had to come back home. I knew that there was a reason why my travels had stopped. My girlfriend introduced me to kundalini yoga, and I would go to kundalini every day. I would hobble in because I couldn't bend my knee. And it was just this beautiful community that I've never experienced before. It kind of was that scene from Avatar where everyone's like connected in the the first Avatar. And we were singing mantras and doing these beautiful yoga and breath. And you can really feel the unity and that community. And I'm like, I want to live like this every day. Single day, and then you know, living in LA, it's a little hard. You have you know your parties and your events, and you know you can't just be in meditation all the time. So it was really trying to find that balance. And some of my friends we called it being the LA warrior. But that's really where my my path started was 15 years ago of going into Kundalini, which really went into teacher training because I wanted to have deeper experience of knowing the technology and the science behind it. Because because it is very scientific. It's not just spiritual. And I think that really led me on a much bigger path because in Kundalini, we always end with a gong. So I was interested in sound. And then I learned how to do energy healing and then breath work. And the last five years, I got more into sound, but I still always had my corporate job. So really 27 years into my corporate side of my business, but I was really building this 15 years of um, my wellness tool belt and that Kundalini um, it really started everything from the beginning. And if it wasn't for that accident, that brought me back. And if it wasn't for my friend to take me to that first class, then it would have just been a very different path. But I do think that it was my path, so no matter what, I would have found those tools eventually. But that's, that's how it happened for me. It was a, a start 15 years ago.
0: At what point did Shambhala Wellness sort of create itself? So
1: that's, that's really interesting because I was still working um, in the corporate field, and but I was doing a lot of sound baths around LA. I do privates, I do healings. Um, and that was just a, a way I gave back to the community. I didn't even charge for it um, because I had this corporate job that was supporting me to be able to do these things. Um, but in 2021, in about October, I had a dream, and the word Shambhala was being whispered in my ear. And it was just this really beautiful, etheric, like beautiful, like it was a woman that was kind of whispering into my ear. And as I was waking up, I just heard this word over and over again. And I had so chills. It was such a beautiful word. And I was like, Ooh, what is that? And I actually woke up and I looked it up and there is meaning behind it. Not thinking one day, this is going to be a business or anything like at all. And I looked up the meaning and it means peace, tranquility, unity, and community. And what the story, what the folklore is, is it is a magical kingdom that is between the Himalayan mountains and Tibet. And when you find this Shambhala, this higher consciousness, and when you get to this higher consciousness, you can reach and find Shambhala. So for me, I feel like that's heaven on earth. I feel like that's the Shangri-La. I feel like Shambhala lives within all of us. And I just, I just thought like, wow, this is a really beautiful name. And that's, that's, the first time I was exposed to the name, not knowing that within a year, I was going to have a business name Shambhala. So that's a whole nother story of how I started it and how I combined it. But I think when I met you last year in February, I already had the idea of one day, I think it was that month, February, when I met you that I was like, one day, my company's name will be Shambhala. Little did I know a few months later, I was going to actually create it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I remember when we spoke on the phone too, like not too far after we had met in Sedona. And I was just learning more about like what you do and like where you're looking to go with what you do. And I was just fascinated by your depth of knowledge and not only how to, oh, not only around the, the sound healing and everything that you do, but also your ideas and sort of your skills around like business development and understanding how to strategize and navigate a business so that it can be successful. And I would love for you to explain to us like how you combine these two things, sound healing and the more holistic work that you do. And also you're super effing skilled at being somebody who's able to go into a place and be like, okay, you guys, like this is how we can be better here. So how did you sort of go into that? Um, How do you bring those two things together within the work that you do?
1: Yeah, so just to give you a little backstory of why I actually did want to combine the two. In 2021, in August, I actually did have a workplace injury. I was working, ironically, it was called Self Care Sunday, and I was setting up a backdrop for the company that I worked for. And the wind, it was outdoors and the wind blew it and actually fell on top of my head. And so I got a concussion and I was losing my words. I was blacking out. It was actually a really scary time and Overall, it did take me a full year to recover. But even with the injury, my workload didn't lessen. I still had nine events in three months. I was still traveling. This is still during COVID times where we, you know, had to wear the mask. And it was, it was very confusing. The traveling was confusing the events. And I just knew in 2022 after new years, there, there had to be a better way because the more I shared my story, the more I saw how everybody else had a story within the workplace and how they're overworked and over exhausted. And I just thought that there had to be a better way for every company that I've ever worked for. I've always suggested workplace wellness in different ways. Like let's, do yoga together. Let's do sound. Let's do breath. Let's, you know, let's have a party, you know, whatever it is to bring the team together, because the team is really what holds these corporations together. So why not honor them? Why not make them feel like they are good and acknowledged? Um, and that is very, very important to me to be seen and heard. And so I went on vacation in April and um, I was in Mount Shasta with some really fantastic healers from all over the world. And people were asking me that question, what, what do you do in the healing space? And I'm like, that's actually tricky because I just kind of do things. And, and I, that's how I give back. And it just had me question everything. Like, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with all these things that I've learned in the last 15 years? And so I went home after nine days and I did 20, I did a list of 27 years of business development experience. And I wrote down 15 years of my holistic experience with in my wellness tool belt. And I was looking at them. and I'm like, how do I merge them together? And I kept on coming up with the answer. These are two different businesses. (laughs) And anyone I would tell that to, they're like, these are two different businesses. And I'm like, no, there's got to be a way of bringing, you know, strategic wellness plans and also um, strategies within the workplace and really acknowledging people on your team and giving back to your team, whether it's tools and business development or strategies or tools in wellness. So why don't we teach people how they can breathe and meditate and give them the gift of sound? Why don't, you know, it's going to make them more productive. It's going to make them more focused. It's going to make them more energized. And so it it took a little bit of work and it took a little bit of convincing, especially my editor who's editing my website uh, telling me it's two different businesses, but we made it work and we've really refined the process of what I do. And for me coming from business development on the team, side I've never been given the tools of how to do my job and so I've developed strategies from the business side and that's where my industry knows me so i, I didn't want to just completely go into sound I really wanted to stay with kind of the business strategy side and how can we bring it in and make it into workplace wellness you know depending on what what the companies are looking for so okay you're looking for business tools I can give you strategies I can give you business tools if you're looking for wellness I can give you the wellness side. And then it just naturally blossomed from there. And the more I started talking to, um, I work in the luxury hotel and spa space. I work with conscious brands. I've been in skincare for 27 years, and I've also worked um, with brands on the corporate side. So that's where I've kind of brought in the corporate wellness. The feedback that I've been getting, especially from the spa industry, because we're really seeing the spa industry take the reins on wellness. They are doing so much and they are becoming the leaders. They are, we have the Deepak Chopra Center at Savannah in Arizona. We're seeing these retreats. We're seeing outdoor events. We're seeing these self-care Sundays, you know, wellness Wednesdays, and they are being the leaders of the world. You know, we have yoga studios and that's great. You expect the yoga studios to have that, but to see that the hotel industry is taking the lead on this, then let's bring sound in. Let's bring that workplace wellness. We see therapists that can turn over their room, you know, client after client, guest after guest, and yet what are they doing to clear themselves? So if we can bring sound into a protocol let's say that's just one one of many examples then There's multiple ways that we can utilize that sound. So the practitioner, let's say, holds therapeutic bowl, kind of like the ones behind me, and they chime it, that vibration goes within their body and clears them. So they're actually doing something very good for their bodies, their vibration, their frequency, and they're healing themselves. And then the second thing is they're clearing the room. They're clearing the room from the energy of the person before. And then third of all, of course, there's the guest. The guest is now taking on this healing before anyone's even touching them. So it's changing the guest on a th- cellular level. It's cha- changing the therapist on a cellular level. It's helping their brain waves. It's helping relax both of them. It's helping the cortisol levels. And so now they're in the same vibration and now the work can begin. Now the energy exchange of whether it's a facial or, um, you know, a massage or whatever the therapist is going to be servicing them, it's. It's just a two or three minute change in how they're doing the protocol, but it makes such a difference in how they're receiving. Because if you have an hour massage, that's great, but is it life changing? Probably not. If you add some crystals in the room, you add an amethyst mat, you have some sound vibration and then add the massage. Now you have this experience that's actually transformational. And then that's what they're going to remember.
0: Mm. So for people who maybe they're not too familiar with sound healing, like, let's say that they're listening to this and they're like, Oh, cool. Like that sounds like wellness in the workplace. This sounds really great. And like something that we need. Could you explain a little bit about sound healing and kind of how that works?
1: Yeah. So there's many different layers to sound healing. And what's fascinating is sound has been used in ancient civilizations throughout the world for thousands of years. And so it's not a new tool. The only modernized version is the singing crystal bowls. But we've had these beautiful metal bowls. We've had gongs. We've had chimes. We've always had these harmonic tones and even our own voices, which is actually the biggest healing tool in the world. So we have like Greg chants. We have mantras. So sound healing has always been used throughout history. So if you look at, if you go outside and you see that nature is in complete harmony, nature has a vibration and a frequency that's set to 432 and everything is in perfect harmony. Now with our bodies, we can be in disharmony, which actually causes disease. And anxiety and fear and, you know, a lot of stress in our bodies because of everything in our worlds, right? So that's why they say take a walk in nature. And it's because it retunes your body and you're set the frequency of nature. And so that's what sound does when you're using these type of harmonic tools is the sound vibration is now tuning you into that frequency of earth. And that's where we really are supposed to be. So we're not out of balance. So we are in harmony. The other thing too, is that it really helps on a cellular level. It helps in a magnetic field level. And then it also helps our brain hemispheres. And we all have different brain states. And so Theta is one of my favorite brain states. And to give you like a little example of what Theta does is it's kind of that time where you're really relaxed. You're about to fall asleep. It's where hypnotherapists take you into a Theta state because that's where you can really change your subconscious mind and you can really make changes from there. So it's a very creative brain state. It's a very relaxing. It's a very transformative. So it's very mental, spiritual, physical, and that's all just from sound. We're talking about these really harmonic tools
0: and instruments of sound. So we were talking so much too about workplace wellness, and I love everything you said about bringing the sound healing into these spaces and particularly for the people who are the healers and sort of having that healing available for them since they are serving other people all day long in these healing spaces. What does workplace wellness mean to you?
1: So, workplace wellness is really focusing on giving back to your teams. Everybody at work works so hard. And so really just acknowledging the team and giving them healing tools, giving them acknowledgement, giving them, if you have like a party or anything, giving back to your community. To me, work is the community. So it doesn't have to be, oh, you have to work nine to five. It actually, there's lots of studies that show that if you work less, you can be more productive. And so if you're working an eight-hour day, you're really exhausted. So by giving back to the workforce, by giving back to employees, by giving back to the team in any way that you can that acknowledges them, and that could be through yoga, through breath, through teaching tools and strategies, that could be through sound. Anything that you can do to give back and acknowledge them, I think is the most important because everybody likes to be seen and
0: valued. Could you tell us some of the stories about when you were able to bring this to people in like the workplace environment and sort of like, what are some of the success stories around that? I love to hear people's reactions to like, okay, I've never experienced wellness in the workplace before, but now I have. And like, wow, this is something I've never experienced before. I love to hear some of your experiences with working with other people to do this.
1: I have a perfect example for you. We did a two-day workplace wellness at this beautiful property in San Diego. It's a luxury hotel. And um, I know the spa director there. So she had me come in and she had this idea. She's like, I want to rent out the ballroom. I want to be able, my spa team wants to give them massages. We're going to be doing hand massages. We're going to be doing mini facials. We're going to give them, enter a contest to win $1,000 or 2000 I can't remember, like a gift back basket." worth of products. They had healthy food and infused water, and then they had me. And so um, the idea behind it, it was two days. They wanted their employees to come in for 15 to 20 minutes on their break to have an experience that they wouldn't ever see maybe outside of work. Uh, And this was in San Diego, so we did have a big Spanish community. We saw a lot of cooks. We saw a lot of house cleaners, people that didn't even speak English. So this was a really interesting um, situation for me Because like when you do sound baths in LA, people know about what you're doing. And so they would walk in and if they had a body massage, I would take one of like my smaller bowls and I would put it on them, like on their lower back. And I would chime it and the vibration would go through them. And they're like, what is that? I've never experienced anything like that. And then I would do, um, I created 15 minute sound baths because they only had a 30 minute break and I've never done a 15 minute sound bath before. I didn't even, I would have never even thought about that. But in the situation, we had to. We were going to do three 15 minutes and one 45 minute each day. I ended up doing over 20 sound baths in two days because I just wanted everyone to experience it. So if we had three or more people sitting to experience, then I would do my little 15 minutes. And I cannot tell you, people were crying they were hugging me. They're like, what is this? I don't even understand. You play this instrument and it makes me feel like this. Like they and, and I had to get translators because some of them didn't speak English. So it was, it was not even a communicative thing. It was a feeling. And they just wanted to know more. And I would teach them breath work. I would teach them a three-minute breath so that they t- can take home. And they're like, How can I bring this to my families? How can I learn more about this? How can I follow you? How can I have you come to my home and teach my families. It was so- so eye opening and so beautiful. And then what I noticed is a lot of the people from the first day came back the second day. They're like, I shared that breath with my family. Can you teach me another breath? And it was just so beautiful. And then they would have a second sound experience. And then they're like, What's your Instagram? Can I follow you? And it was just, it was such a heartwarming um, experience. And it was life changing for me. And before I launched, I did this. And it was exactly why I want to bring wellness into the workplace is I... With my beauty and cosmetic background, I was watching them get massages over here. They're getting a facial over here. I'm playing, you know, this having the sound experience and just looking overall in the ballroom. I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I want to share. I want to educate. I want to teach people how they can do this and adapt this at home in their daily lives. Even if it is a three minute breath every day, you know, or if they have like a little
0: bowl, they can chime. It can make a big difference. So for people who are listening to this and they are completely lit up by what you're talking about, because this is something we need to implement in the workplace going forward. What are some of the other services you offer?
1: Yeah, so I've already mentioned a few with the sound side bringing sound into actual protocols, whether it's just 2 or 3 minutes before service and after service to really doing a full hour of teaching people how to place therapeutic bowls on the body, teaching them that how how to use tuning forks. Also, from coming from the vendor side, it was really hard to come up with like events sometimes and to to sell retail products. And so I thought it would be really fun to kind of merge that idea of having a retail event where you pre-buy some products and mix that in with a sound bath and so for instance what that looks like is we have like a little sensorial experience like we unpack this beautiful box of product and you can take one of the products out and if it has a really beautiful scent to it we can take deep breaths and with the deep breaths we can play some of the crystal bowls with that and then we can touch and feel and smell the other products and then have something in there I'm really passionate about a gua if you haven't heard what a washa is. It's a beautiful tool that's made from um, crystal. It's based on old Chinese meridian therapy. I just love it for many reasons because when you learn how to use it on your face, it actually will sculpt and firm and detox. And it has all these wonderful properties and it is made out of a crystal. So what I love to do is to take the crystal and put it on the heart and activate it and set intentions as the sound is going. So now you have this intention and then you have the activation of learning how to use this tool. So it's empowering the person and how to use their products. And then they get to lay down, and then all the sound is now infused not only in the crystal but into their skincare. And now they're gonna look at their skincare and use it every day and remember how it's infused by sound. So it all kind of works together and it makes it much more of an experience. And when you're, it's making you mindful too, when you're using your skincare. So it just kind of takes it to a whole nother level because everything is consciousness and intention. So when you have that intention, when you're drinking water or tea or putting on your skincare, you can actually say mantras to yourself. You can have that intention. And then anything that is sound infused, it just heightens the vibration of that actual product. we We've already done some of those events and those have been really successful and really fun. And then of course, there's just the corporate wellness of just me doing an actual sound experience. And one of the other things I love to do is to teach others. So whether it's a spa team, whether it's an individual, I have protocols where I can teach people how to actually do a sound experience themselves for others. There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of people buying bowls that don't harmonize with each other. Some are set at 432 frequency, 440. I know this is like a total different language for a lot of people out there, but just. Knowing, having those basics of how to even hold a mallet, how to chime and not hit or strike a bowl. It's all about intention and consciousness of when you play, how you sit, how you approach people. Everything is super, super mindful. So I'm extremely passionate more than anything is to teach people how to utilize these sound tools, whether it's the protocol or within their own practice. And the neat thing is we're starting to see a lot of different professions using it. We're seeing doctors, we're seeing therapists, nurses, we're seeing in schools and jails. um, We're seeing this at retirement communities. So there's a lot of different industries out there that are utilizing sound into their practice. And that's just one of the things I want to be able. I want to empower people. I don't want to just do the sound bath and kind of like keep it all for myself. I Mm -hmm. just want everyone to learn and everyone can learn. You put the mindfulness and the intention behind
0: it and you can learn. Mm -hmm. I love all of that because it's so true what you're saying about having that be something that's real for other people in the workplace and it works and so to me I love the way you broke it all down because it helps people to understand how the frequencies work understand that there's a method behind it I mean it's not just about going in and clanking some bowls around it's actually yeah it's actually um, there's a strategy behind it and there's like different ways in which you can use these strategies in order to help amplify your team and the people that you work with with in order for them to be on top of their game and, you know, do their best work for you and for your business and for most importantly, for your clients. So thank you so much for that beautiful explanation. And uh, please tell us like, how can people work with you? How can they find you? Oh, you're so sweet. So Shambhala Wellness is the name of my company. And you can find me
1: on Instagram and Facebook, Shambhala underscore wellness. And then also my website at just shambhala-wellness.com. Very simple, but you have to have that dash in there or you're going to find somebody in Florida (laughs) working on the SEO, but it's all coming together. Um, But yeah, you can find me on there and then you have contact information. Um, You can DM me, instant message me. And then on the website, you can actually just fill out your information and I can directly get back with you.
0: Mm -hmm. all right thank you so much for everything that you provided today i feel like i feel like i have a wealth of knowledge around this and kind of having a deeper understanding of what it means to actually have wellness in the workplace and why it is important and also going forward in this new paradigm and as we step into this new age so we love you so much and thank you for sharing your goodness with us (laughs) thank you so much shan i appreciate it (laughs) Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at This Is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God, and so are you.